This is the Retail Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on market scale. On that third mega trend, where consumers really have taken over the shopping channel, they're walking into stores a lot more informed. We don't hide from the fact that retail is difficult, you know, every day is a challenge, but that excites the customer, they love that. Welcome to Market Scale Retail. I'm your host, Sean Heath. You know, it seems like every day we get a new buzzword that has a prefix of the letter E, whether it's e-commerce, e-vite, e-shopping, and it's an interesting dynamic, but there's also some pitfalls that come along with that in forgetting where shopping was last week, for example. Well, Today I have the privilege of having a conversation with someone who lives across a wide spectrum of time. And that's Stuart Armstrong. He's the group president for ComKey. Stuart, how are you today? I'm doing great, Sean. It's, it's, uh, I'm very pleased to be part of this today. Thank you for, uh, for inviting me. You have a very unique perspective in that your career has really, it's been pretty broad. You've touched a lot of different segments uh, in retail, digital signage, and you may understand the way customers and shoppers think as well as just about anybody. So tell me a little bit, if you would, about what you see as some really strong recent trends and then we'll build on that. Well, first of all, I, uh, I'm not sure if I appreciate the, uh, the part of the introduction where you said that I, uh, I span a good amount of time. Um, so um, I, I think that that's a very uh, diplomatic way of saying that um, I'm, I may be in the autumn of my career. But, um... <laughs> oh, no, you're still in the, you're still in midsummer. It, the, the playoffs in Major League Baseball haven't even started yet in your career. Okay, great. Well, uh, you know, it does give me a vantage point having uh, been servicing retail, all aspects of retail, uh, my entire career going back into the 80s. Uh, and, and during that time, uh, the use of, of digital and, and the use of, uh, of, of, of com- uh, algorithms and computers to be able to look at things like inventory control and price elasticity and promotional effectiveness and uh, efficient shelf space management, all of those things were, were just in, in their nascent stages back then. And I was part of all of that. Um, so really understanding why consumers shop and how to get them to buy one more thing and to come back and become loyal to that brand is something I've been involved in uh, and, and with thought leadership companies my entire career. And through that process, I'm hoping to, to a certain degree, I, I too have become a thought leader in, um, in, in taking those learnings and now uh, generating new ideas uh, on how retail in the brick and mortar environment can maintain relevancy. Uh, that's critical. And it's so, uh, it's so rewarding in that what we're seeing now is that retailers that are ahead of the curve, that are thinking in new innovative ways 
to, to change the shopping experience, they're flourishing. Uh, if you're a pile it high and sell it cheap retailer, that's going to be a challenge because e-commerce, uh, uh, Amazon in particular, are going to eat your lunch. But if you're a retailer that's creating experiences uh, that uh, and creating uh, some uniquenesses within the brick and mortar environment, people want to shop. They want to they want to experience the human con connection uh, with sales associates. They want to connect physically with the brand. They want to touch the product uh, in with cosmetics and fragrances and apparel. They want to they want to experience it. Uh, and, and, and that goes for consumer electronics and, and, and all certainly grocery. Uh, so, you know, it, it still is there. So the, the retail brick and mortar is not dying. Matter of fact, you're seeing now your traditional e-commerce, um, uh, uh, retailers opening brick and mortar uh, stores. You certainly have seen that with uh, with Amazon in a big way. Uh, and you're starting to see it with other brands like Casper uh, and other uh, traditionally online retailers that are now opening brick and mortar stores. So uh, it's, it's, it's here to stay, but it certainly is going to change and evolve and it has to evolve quickly. And I'm certainly glad that you mentioned that about e-commerce stores coming back into the physical world. Um, I notice, for example, Casper uh, has a partnership with Target. I've noticed a few uh, display setups in Target for Casper, which amuses me because Target doesn't carry Casper in the stores. I don't think I didn't get to, they didn't let me go back in the storeroom to look, but I'm pretty sure they don't. That's not the business model. And you know what's really interesting is this sort of um, advanced business model is something that I want to say Michael Dell was one of the first people in the United States to employ the business model of not actually buying the thing you needed to make the thing you were selling until somebody bought the thing you were selling. Um, and that's almost like a pre-investment, protecting yourself against loss, mitigating loss to a certain extent. Um, you know, you mentioned algorithms and all of that data parsing that takes place with all the immense amounts of data that is being collected these days. That used to be strictly called going with your gut. And there were so many ways that you could miss important pieces of information and important metrics when you just went with your gut, because your gut does not have x-ray vision. Um, and I'm really interested in how the visibility that digital signage brings to a customer's experience, how much that has helped ease the move into the, the new century, so to speak, in shopping. Well, uh, Sean, I think that that really gives me a platform to take a little bit of a step back and take some of the mystique out of what's happening with retail now with digital signage and video analytics and all of that. And, and the step that I'm going to take back is, is really moving to an analog environment. I mean, a real analog environment with maybe Sam the grocer at the general store in a small town USA. And, and what made Sam the the fixture in a community is because sam knew everybody 
uh, and he'd be outside in his uh, in his apron and 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 looking at at uh, Sally coming down the street with her little daughter in tow. He knew what Sally bought last time. He was she was in his store. Uh, he knows that his uh, her little daughter likes uh, um, uh, uh, raspberry popsicles, uh, and and there's a lot about that interaction between his general store and that consumer that he knows. And he knows he's a fixture in the community. So when she walks in, he greets her by her name. He says, oh, you know, last time, how was that? Uh, how was that uh, apple pie that you bought last time? Was it tasty? By the way, we've got this uh, uh, strawberry pie because strawberries in season right now. You'd love this. Um, and so it was that Inner that intimacy between his brand and his service and that consumer. So what we're trying to do in retail, oh, by the way, just to make, uh, continue with this analogy, when she left Sam, Sam's store, she went and met with a bunch of her friends and she talked about it. She said, oh, do you shop over at Sam's? Oh, no, I I shop, uh, I shop at this other store. Oh, you should be, go to Sam the Grocer because his store is fabulous and his service is great. Well, that was social media. So all we're trying to do in today's environment is to get as close as we can to being as good as Sam the Grocer was. And, and with today's scale, with the number of stores, the number of people shopping, uh, you know, the, 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 the multinational aspects of retailing and all of that, the way to do that is to do it through, um, through data and to understand, to be a trusted brand so that people opt in and say, you know, I'm special and please know me when I come into the store, uh, to be, to be able to offer more, uh, uh, communication directly to uh, a, uh, a, a demographic or to the individual um, specifically. So we're just trying to get as good as we used to be. And we've got to use technology, data and technology in order to deliver that. And one of the ways to do that is through digital signage, through video analytics, through various sensors in the store with beacons and RFID and all of these things, but to make sure at the end of the day that the store is not about technology. It is focused on the shopper and that consumer. The technology is simply an enabler to help us get more intimate with that shopping experience and to get close to what Sam the Grocer delivered. I know one of the things that you focus on with a passion is the multi-tech retail space, uh, specifically design and applications, um, the considerations you have to take into account when you're sort of formulating what the installation is going to be. How far do you think we are from getting to a point where we stop calling it e-commerce and retail and it's all just called retail again? Yeah, I think that's a very insightful question and statement. If we just invented retailing today with all the technology, 
we wouldn't have that separation. The, the, the term omni-channel wouldn't exist. The term e-commerce wouldn't exist. It would simply be shopping and retailing. Shoppers would have one view of the brand. They wouldn't have a separate view that's their website, a separate view that's their mobile, a separate view that's their brick and mortar. They would see that brand and the continuity between the various channels. And very importantly, that brand would have one view of the consumer and not different views based upon the channel in which they shop. So all of that is coming together. It should, uh, and how close are we to doing that? We're, we're, we're getting very close. The acceleration now is, is very, very rapid. Um, it's been, it's been um, evolving over since, you know, it's been constantly evolving. But retailers realize now that this is not a matter of, do I want to do this? This is a matter of, I have to do this. And now they're grappling with, how does it fit with my brand? How does it fit with the in-store experience? How does it fit with the other channels to bring continuity? So now, it, now it's an exercise in how to execute it uh, and, and, um, and, and how quickly can we, can we digest this technology and, and make this work for us. So we're seeing uh, retailers right now aggressively um, building labs, building test stores, um, uh, understanding what they want to do and measuring it to seeing what works and what doesn't and what's needed and moving much more quickly than they than I've ever experienced in, in my career, certainly. What sort of approach do you take at ComKey to help these clients step into this new blended reality? Yeah, that's a, that's a, thank you for asking that question, Sean. Um, we're... And we get we get a major vantage point because we work with retailers not just in North America but 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 throughout the Americas, uh, throughout Europe and throughout Asia and even uh, starting to do installations and work in 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 South Africa now, uh, and so the core of what why we're we're being uh, deployed with major retailers and smaller retailers within those various regions is at the core is our, our software called Engage, is what's called a content management system, a CMS. And it allows for the delivery of the right message at the right time at the right place to create relevance and to do it at a very low operating cost. In other words, it is so darn smart that that engine can with that software engine and its AI allows for the placement of content to the individual screen at the right time based upon that audience. So that's at the core. It's a cloud-based CMS called Engage. In addition to that, we have a number of products that have spun off of that, which are more use cases such as Tap and Snap, um, the ability to do uh, a product called Uplift, where you, you lift the product up and then the screen and the wall behind it, which is a screen, uh, changes based upon information on that product. We have the ability to do a number of things in that regard. So we have these use cases that are extremely powerful in engaging and uh, consumers and driving sales. 
wrapped around that is all of our services. We are a full service system integrator where we do uh, consulting. We, we work with them on content development, uh, HTML5, if it's interactive touchscreen, for instance. Uh, we, we do site surveys to make sure that the optimal places for screens or uh, the location of those. We do, all, we do install work, uh, customer support desk, warranty management, field support, all of that, uh, plus financing for our clients. So we are a complete A to Z um, service company around this, and regardless of where on the planet your stores are, we can service those retailers. I really want to take a moment just to extend a, a gratitude and thank you to you, Stuart. It was really kind of you to take time today. It has been my pleasure to have a conversation with the group president for ComKey, Stuart Armstrong. Stuart, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks so much, John. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.